Okay, guys, you know what? Mama needs a timeout. Hey, whiners. Welcome to this week's episode of Mom's Wine Out. I'm Nick, and as always, I got my girl Lex here. Hey. And today we're going to talk about expectations, specifically when you're starting your career, marriage, or becoming a parent. Just those, I guess, like new phases in life. Adulting. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess, you know, those those dreams you had and, and stuff like that. And, yeah. You know, the realities that came with it. But, as always, before we go into our topic of the week, we need to do... The highs and lows. Woo! I'll let you go first. Are you sure? Yeah. I'm really curious about yours. because Me too. So let's go <laughs> up here first. <laughs> no. Okay. So um, highs and lows aren't that great. but oh, so you're trying to pawn it off on me. <laughs> no. So my high for the week. My husband, as you know, he's been a lot more physical lately. A lot more active. Especially around the house, which I really like. Let's get physical. Let's oh, get man. Physical. <laughs> So he's been doing a lot more yard work. He's been doing a lot more cleaning around the house, a lot more um, organizing, all that good stuff. Well, I haven't. <laughs> As we mentioned before, I've been in my little funk and just enjoying being a lazy bum. Bum, yes, all mm-hmm. summer, which is mm-hmm. great because I know school's coming up and that's not going to happen anymore. So last week, he asked if I could sit outside with him while he did yard work. He was like, I don't want you to do anything. You don't have to do anything. You listen to music, whatever. Just be outside with me. So, okay, fine. So I was outside with him. Well, I ended up helping him, and we ended up cleaning up the entire front yard, oh, trimming nice. a whole bunch of trees, pruning. We were out there for a good two or three hours. Oh, and nice. we no, it was actually really nice, and that's why it's my high. Yeah. I, it actually felt really good. I forgot how good it feels. Yeah. To move and to be active and to be outside. You know, I haven't really been outside lately. Mm-hmm. And we also got my son into it. So we were all there. I had him pulling weaves and hacking at them with. I'm sorry, what was that? Weaves? What did I say? You pulling weaves? Weaves. Okay. <laughs> hey, man. You guys have Mom's wine out. This is your little sketchy neighborhood. I'm sure there's some weaves around there. Oh, my God. So, yeah, it was great. We, 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 as a little family, we went out and cleaned our front yard. And oh, the next day you. I was, Done. oh my God, I couldn't, I could barely walk. It was, it was great. It was wow. magic. Nice. So that was my high for the week is just being more active and, you know, doing something that felt good and you just kind of yeah. forget how good it feels, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So. But you just remind me of my low. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I'm scared now. Yeah. So. <laughs> So my, my, my low for the week, uh-huh. um, the next day after having such a wonderful day, the next morning, yeah. we find out my husband and I are getting ready to go to work and we open our cars. Well, he opens his car first and it's ransacked. I open my car and it's ransacked. See. So yeah, somebody broke into our cars. My husband had his car unlocked, but I had my car locked. 
And so I was kind of confused as to how they got in my car because there were no broken windows, no nothing, no scratches. Ooh, profesh. Well, I know. So the police come and he actually showed me, you can see tiny, tiny little notches where these people actually did use a crowbar to open oh, my car. that's so dirty. I know. Yeah, I felt so really... Like, violated? I did. I yeah. felt violated. And I was like, did they put something in here? Like, it just, it, it is. It's like, it see? feels... Yes. It, yeah, it feels, it feels really ugly. Wow. But again, you know me, I have to look on the bright side. So they actually caught them. Wow. Before we even reported it, because my neighbor was on patrol, and he noticed some shadows moving around, and he actually went and, and caught the guys. That's he cool. found a whole bunch of stolen stuff in their backpacks, two 15-year-old punks, yeah. and um, asked if we wanted press charges. We didn't. They're just, I think they're just being dumb kids. Um, but one of them actually, apparently, one of them actually. Are they though? If they could break into a car without leaving anything, I don't know. But two you know, marks. I just everyone has a story, and I, I hope that. Hopefully, one of them actually went to jail. Um, he had a stolen shotgun. Oh, yeah. Oh, two punks, eh? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Those little rascals. They, they literally stole like two dollars from my husband's car. Oh, they stole two dollars and my husband's earbuds. Oh, did he come back? No, not even the earbuds. Well, we didn't ask about it. No. Two dollars? <laughs> no, well, not the two dollars, <laughs> but like the earbuds. No, I mean we didn't really. What do you? You go to the police station and say, hey, I... I like my earbuds <laughs> back, please. I paid $14.99 for them. No, they were Apple earbuds. Oh, sh**. See, then I definitely go back. Those things are like 90 bucks. Yeah. Right? I don't know. I'm just three-balling. I, yeah, I, I, I don't know either. Yeah. Phones all the time. Exactly. See, like for my car, all they stole was maybe some pocket change. I had video games in there. I had two wireless headsets in there. They didn't steal any of that. So I was just kind of like, meh. <laughs> Yeah, and my car still works and everything. But anyway, so that's my low. Cars were broken on it, broken into barely. You can't even see it. Like he had to hold the flashlight open. You know it's there, and the car knows it's there. I think my car's okay. Okay, we have three kids. That's like the least of its troubles right now. That's very true. God, our new car is like crap. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) What happened? (laughs) Well, moving on. So my highs, I'm going to give my eyes to Mr. D this week. He's That's twice. Good. One, I don't think I talked about it, but a few weeks ago, he actually planned a whole beach day. Did I talk about that already? I don't know if you talked about it on the podcast, but I do remember you went to Yeah, beach. yeah. Okay. So he's been saying for a few weeks, that he, it's, ever since Big B's come back home, that he wanted to go to the beach really early one morning, kind of spend the day out there and come back home for lunch. And he planned it. Yeah, he planned it. Wow. My husband does not plan. My husband doesn't plan anything. So for that, he like initiated it. He woke up that next morning. He like, he did everything. It was so cute. Yeah, he packed everything too. Oh my goodness. But it was just really thoughtful and like, it was just the best time. Little B had a great time running around in a diaper and a smile and of course tons of sunscreen we got a boogie board for big b and he spent like the whole two hours we were there like just riding the waves in and Aww. just enjoying them so i was out there getting some sun like it was just great it was a great time we went early we in really early the morning <laughs> yeah you know it was a great great day and it was just so exciting and fun both of the kids crashed out the minute we got mm-hmm. in the car yep um it was just something we definitely want to plan to do you know a little bit more yeah so it was just it was just a really fun fun time for us that's but, awesome yeah i'm gonna give it to him and then there's a street that i've been tr- dying to go down um in our little town because it has a lot of um houses on it that oh. i like it's like a develop it's like a 
a, a farm, but developed area. The one you... Okay. Yeah, and so it's just an area of town that's kind of like more farmland develops. Oh, okay. So okay. mainly there's acreage there. Cool. So like the houses on our big and acres. And of course we're in that like, are we going to move? Are we going to like, what are we going to do? We have at least five years to figure it out mm-hmm. um, before our ho- we grow out of our house. Yeah. Um, we're getting there. Yeah, you guys are. <laughs> but for us, you know, we got a good at least five years um, to make really big decisions on that. So yeah, he told me today he's like oh yeah I traced where this street was on the map and he's all it turns out right where we need to go so I'm gonna take you down it Aww. so yeah this after, when wow. we were leaving work oh this is today yeah it was just today look at and him. I was like I swear I was like the it was like Christmas morning like, really? <laughs> we're going down the street <laughs> we're going really oh my and gosh so yeah and we just kind of looked at the properties and just kind of you know drove by because the you, things you get excited about when you're an adult oh <laughs> gosh Welcome to this episode. Yeah, exactly. Well, actually, no, it's not really. Yes, it is good. Mm -hmm. It is a good thing. So, Mr. D for the win. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, For my low. See, I was about to move on and go skip the low completely. (laughs) You can if you want. Uh, No, I got to be, you know, we got to be true to this. Yeah, we got to keep it real with our peeps. So, Uh guys, I know you listened to the body episode. I am not committed. As fired up to be committed as I was probably during that episode. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of in a body funk, man. Oh, okay, okay. You know, like, yeah. I'm not, I'm not there. As usual, I thought it had something to do with sex, so I was a little confused. No. Like, you're not committed to your body? Like, you're not no. giving your body what it needs? Well, it means. you kind of aren't, but yeah, yeah I see what I'm, you're saying. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm just, I'm funky, man. I, you know, I, I get it. I just... I know I need to do something. I know I want to do something. I think that's the bigger. Not that I need to. I want to do something. Wait. So are you telling me that you want to want to do something? Yeah. Remember when I said that? When I said you're dumb? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I I get you. I totally get you. Like, I want to do it. It's like you want to do it, but you really don't want to do it, but you want to want to do it. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. I I want to do it, but I just, I need, I need a snap out of it because I know once I start doing it yeah I get very much into working out and being healthy I'm kind of giving myself the summer off because well I'm making an excuse for myself mm-hmm. let's just call a spade a spade Aww. I'm making excuses because I don't want to stop eating crappy food however we have a lot of visitors in our house right now they're eating foods that are you know they're bringing in foods that are probably not the best for us that we typically don't keep in the house so and because majority of my family is lactose and or gluten intolerant, yeah. I don't get to eat. I don't buy a lot of the things that are currently in the house now because I would be the only one eating them. So yeah. I'm like, no, I don't need it. You know what I mean? However, now that I have some people there that do eat this, like can eat these foods like sweets and stuff like that, ice cream, it's like, oh yeah, Ooh. let's do it. You know? So yeah. it's just... And then you come to my house. Yeah. And <laughs> there's yeah. even more crap. <laughs> and I haven't really gained weight. I mean, I've gained a little weight, of course, like maybe five pounds or so. You know what I mean? But yeah. it's more of like the bloaty, oh, sluggish I that, yeah. feeling, mm-hmm. you know, that oh, like, ugh. Yeah. And then we can't really walk like we used yes, to because of yeah. the freaking, we that literally melt. Yeah, yeah, it really does. Our it face is boiling off by halfway through. Yeah. 
Y'all, it's hot. <laughs> I saw, I posted on my Facebook, I don't know if you saw it, and it said, uh, this weather made me realize I really need to change my ways. I can't handle the heat of hell or something. Oh, yes! <laughs> I saw that. I was like, yes. I'm like, damn it, that's right. You need to change your ways, Nick. Forgive. That's why I'm Catholic. I'll go forgive, you know, a couple Hail Marys and I'm good. What do you mean forgive? You're talking about confession? Mm-hmm. And they're yeah. already called forgive. Ah, you get forgived. You just... <laughs> You just made something up right there. You do. You get forgiven. You get forgiven. That's what you they get, call you're it. You're forgiven. Like yeah. an act of contrition or whatever. Yeah. It's like, no, me. You're good. Oh, do this. God. You'll be good. Right. So. Well, well, that's really honest of you. I'm glad you're being real with our whiners out there. Well, hey, man, I said, keep it real. Keep me accountable. You know, and I need to be, for me to have people to keep me accountable, I need to be accountable to myself. Yeah. So. And myself is losing. <laughs> so, anyways, moving on. That's a perfect segue into our episode today. I know. <laughs> Expectations, right? And losing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Aw. So, you know, I was thinking of this episode, Welcome to the Jungle. Okay. Because, one, I was watching something about, you know, reality TV or something like that. I can't even remember. But I was, it was just somebody's expectations of what, like, when they're starting out a career or when mm-hmm. they are becoming parents or they're getting married. And we all know them. We all hate them. We're all cynical to them. You know, Ooh. those people that are in those blissful moments of their life where they're like, oh, my gosh, I'm about to get this great job. It's going to be amazing. It's not going to be like the last time. I'm going to go in there and be awesome or, you know, I'm not going to have the problems I had before or whatever it may be, you okay. know. Or even marriage. Oh, marriage is going to be great. He's my best friend. We're going to be happily blissful. We never fight. We never disagree. You're saying that we hate those people? Well, I mean, I kind of hate them. I don't hate them, hate them, but I'm just like, I don't hate them. I'm just kind of like, you're just like, shut up. No, I'm not like, shut up. I'm just like, yeah, I hope hope what you're saying is is, is going to happen for you. They're stupid. They're just stupid. They are. Or then those people that are about to come parents and be like, oh, you let your child eat um, grain and gluten and you don't make homemade baby food. My kids are going to do this. Or, you know, you know those people. Yeah, I know, I know, you what, know what I mean. Like those, the know-it-alls that haven't done it all. So, you so know. you're saying before they've actually done it. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Their expectations are what they think they're going to be okay. like. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's. It made me think, like, how was I when I started out, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, what was what was I like? How idealistic were I, was I about certain things? Because I know that Mr. D and I was super annoying to other people when we first got married. We literally didn't argue. And so we would be around all these couples that had been together a long time. Are you talking about me and... Not just you and Big Daddy, <laughs> but I have other... There's another set of friends that just bickered a lot, okay. too. But they've been together, they've been together 20 years now. Yeah. So it's like, and I, before Mr. D, of course, was in a long-term relationship. So I kind of knew, but at the same time with Mr. D, it was just like, this is great. We're a perfect fit. We were just nauseating, honestly. I could be like, we were because we'd come home and be like, oh my God, we don't argue like that. And now it's just like, shut your face. You know, like, you're not, it's true. You become that. Like, I don't know how to. Oh my God. I'm. What? No, I get it. I know. Yeah. I know. I know. I've been there. I've been there. I mean, I'm not saying we're like at each other's throat all the day, but I mean, it's not. 
it's not like relationships have ebb and flows. Okay. And also careers have ebb and flows okay. because you know those people out there that think, oh, I got the job. I went to three days of training and I'm getting the corner office, you know, and it's just like, no, you're going to probably sweep the floors and, you know, you're going to have to, you know, deal with the bitchy customers. You're going to have to, oh, yeah. you know, you're going to have to. You're going to have to do the grunt work mm -hmm. before you get to the good stuff. Yeah. So I think, like, people in those situations when they're first starting out, you know, they don't, they're looking at through rose-colored glasses. Yeah. You know. I don't know. What about you? What What are some of the rosy themes you saw before <laughs> reality said its ugly head? Everything. <laughs> okay. All of it, though. Like, well, it's funny because we kind of talked about... Mm -hmm. We talked about that in our, in our, what, what episode was it about growing up and stuff? And yeah. Mm -hmm. All the things you thought you were going to do when you were little, all the cool things, and then, you know, turns out you don't. As far as a career goes, yeah, I thought I was going to graduate high school and then graduate college and then go off and get this amazing career. And, and yeah, I, what about when you started your career? What were your expectations? Not necessarily started, like, like your first day, you're there. What did you think? We see you say career. I don't, I don't feel like I ever had a career. Are you talking about, like, my current job? Yeah. Or, like, my, my, my first, like, real job? Or yeah, your first real job. My first that. real job? Okay, so the first real, like, real job that I got, like, in the big city. Honestly, I think I was just happy to be there. <laughs> it was a cubicle, but I was perfectly fine with that. I don't know. Yeah, I was actually, I was I was fine with it when I got my first real job. No, it's okay. I think, but look, as far as expectation goes... The length of time it took me to get that first real job, I think that's what threw me. That, yeah. That's where my expectations. Okay, yeah, so yeah. once I finally got it, I was excited. I was happy. I was I was really willing to take anything. It was a very nice building, and yes, I had a cubicle, but it was a nice cubicle with a nice computer and all that kind of stuff. I could take my lunch at will and go outside, and it was a really nice place to work. But the fact that it took me so long to get it, yeah, you know, I and then of course the pay too. You're thinking, oh, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. You're thinking yes. you're gonna go in and just get something making like you know fifty grand a year, just because I. And at that point, I hadn't even graduated college. I yeah. had just gotten. I think I had like a couple of years under my belt. So I was like, oh, I have some college <laughs> credit under my belt. <laughs> Surely, <experience>. yeah. <laughs> so I think that's where my expectations. I had those rose rose colored glasses, but once I finally got in there, I was. I mean. I was really good. I was, in, yeah, I was okay. What about in the other aspects with parenthood or with? So, okay. So the funny thing is, I feel like I had such low expectations. First of all, marriage and children were never, ever, ever, ever in my future Yeah. when I was little. Yeah. So when I did end up getting together with someone, well, with Big Daddy, they actually surpassed my expectations so much so that I tried pushing him away because mm -hmm. it was just almost good, too good to be true. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm probably not the best person. To, I guess I've always had low expectations, especially when it came to anything family wise. I always yeah. just thought that it would never work out or something would happen. And you know what, if you did fall in love with this person, well, somehow that person's going to be taken away from you. I mean, I just, you know me, I have my issues. Yeah. So you're crazy. <laughs> aren't we all? Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, as you know, I did go through a little phase of post, I will call it postpartum depression. I never officially got it um, diagnosed. diagnosed or anything. I, I wouldn't. I never wanted to. 
with postpartum depression, I never thought it could happen to me. Mm, okay. I so I, I was yeah. like, yeah, no, that's not going to happen to me. Well, yeah, I feel a little baby blue, but who wouldn't? That kind of thing. And yeah. so when you're actually in it, you're oh, not, yeah. you don't realize that you're in it and you don't realize you just think you're crazy. But no, I mean, there's hormones, there's all these things taking place. And I think that's where, I guess with parenthood, because my child was good. My child was beautiful. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's, he's, you know, him, I always call him, he's my, my golden child. Mm-hmm. But as far as the actual, my body, my yeah. personality yeah. bouncing back. Well, I think too, you have so much pressure out there. What's in society. Like mm-hmm. women need to lose all their baby oh, yeah. by three months. And I did. They need to be breastfeeding. They I need did. They need to be, you know, they need to be these perfect mothers mm-hmm. that swaddle and like do everything great. And I did. And feed them and like. Like See, I think, all of that I think stuff, that's the thing, know? too, is I, I was one of those mothers. For my first child, I yeah. was one of those mothers. I did everything you're supposed to do. I made it the, my own baby food, his own baby food, and I would freeze it and, you know, all that. I did everything right, but I was just so miserable doing it. Yeah. And I think that's where the expectation, like, I'm doing it. This isn't that bad. It's not that hard. You know, that's what you're thinking. But in reality, you're just dying inside. Yeah. <laughs> well... well. And that kind of moves on to my next question. Okay. What were some of the reality checks from your expectations? I think you answered that one. (laughs) I mean, I know for me and relationship-wise, I mean, I think it's just that adjustment period, you know? Mm -hmm. You don't... Yes, the adjustment period, yeah. You, like, I mean, they they call it the honeymoon phase for a reason. I mean, it's all kind of light and fluffy and superficial. Uh, You know, it's, it's fun. And then mm-hmm. it gets a little more serious and then things, maybe, you know, things start picking up and that's when you get to really find out how you work as a couple when you deal with, yep, you know, yeah. outside issues or problems or things that come out of the norm for you guys to, to have to tackle together. Mm-hmm. I know with my relationship now with Mr. D, like I said in the beginning, we were like so in sync. We were just like yin and yang, like we were, we were perfectly <laughs> matched you know, and that's still there. It's yeah. still there in the core. But as time went on, I was like, this, he can be an asshole, you know, or I can be stubborn, you know, just, you just get to these points where the rose colored glasses come off and you have to look at the real situation. And honestly, I think with parenthood, we had wanted a child for so long. Yeah. Like, when I think about it now, it happens so... It Honestly, the time frame is so quick. Mm-hmm. But when yep. I'm looking at it, when I was living it, uh-huh. it felt forever for these <laughs> things to happen, yeah. you know? And so, when I when we finally did have a child, I remember you telling me, this is going to be the hardest yep. time of your life. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think it when you're pregnant. When you're pregnant, you're just like, oh, we're fine. Like, mm-hmm. we have everything. Mm-hmm. We got jobs. And you think you're, because you're so in sync and because you have the same core values, uh-huh. you just think you're going to agree on everything mm-hmm. and everything's just going to, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even, I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but like, no, no. I know a lot of couples, we did this. Well, <laughs> always. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you do this and I'll do this. Like you, you try, you really do try before the baby comes to plan everything out mm-hmm. so that you will have a peaceful, harmonious mm-hmm. <laughs> parenthood. And it just doesn't. <laughs> and that you do this, I do that. Yeah. And it becomes like, well, I did this. Mm-hmm. What did you do? Mm-hmm. And I woke up last time and I did mm-hmm. this. And yeah. Oh my God. And especially when one of them is staying home. Mm. Yep. That yep. was horrible. Mm. Horrible. You know, that being said, I think if there was any time for us to ever have broken our marriage or our yep. relationship, it would have been during that first year when Big B was born. Yeah. That being said, we still have our moments. 
mm-hmm. we still have the times when we're just like, I don't want to freaking look at your face. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, but knowing that we could get through what we did when we were almost living like roommates, mm-hmm. I know we can get through anything. Yeah. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. I think that perseverance comes through when the rose colored glasses come off. Mm-hmm. I think the same thing can be said for a career too. Okay. I mean, think about it. Like when you first started your job, mm-hmm. the job we have now, mm-hmm. the jobs we have now, through all the ups and downs and the changes, I think we're both very good at not letting our disappointments affect the services we provide. Yeah. You got to get the, the job, job done. needs to get done. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But there's people out there that are very, well, I don't get paid for that. Oh, yeah. Or I don't, I know. oh, they want to do it that way. Well, I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, that type of thing, that tit for tat that we were talking about during the parents. Okay. Like, I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? I think we're both very good at not, even though maybe it did not go the way that we expected, we're still going to persevere and we're still going to go on. Yeah. So, yeah. but there are a lot of people out there that don't, that aren't like that. Yeah, I know. We've, we've met. We've met we've quite a with. few. <laughs> we've worked with some of those people. Uh, yeah, I guess they get a little bit disgruntled. Yeah, kind of like a marriage, I guess. They get kind of disgruntled and to the point where, what are you going to do if I don't do my job? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I agree. I think, well, and especially, again, I mentioned before, our job is so sor- service-oriented. Like, I would hate to mess up somebody's life just because I don't feel like working that day, mm-hmm. you know? Exactly. And if I don't feel like working that day and it's really that bad, then you know what? I'm going to call in. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I know what you mean. I don't understand those people that just continue going to work and making everybody else's life miserable. Mm-hmm. But I also think it's those type of people that it's very easy in the beginning when you're starting out your career that you have those expectations like, oh, I have this, this, and this. I'm definitely going to get this, this, and this for that. You know, like... Mm-hmm. I have a degree. I'm going to get an office or, you know, I'm going to, I'm, I'm a manager. I don't need to be working the front counter or I do this. You know, I don't need to answer phones. Yeah. I'm very mm-hmm. lucky. You're very lucky. We're at the point where we don't have to do those yes. things, but it doesn't but we, mean. And we, I, we, I don't know about you, but I have, I mean, yeah, you oh, have yeah. too. Yeah. We oh, have yeah. even and in I a, still do if even I need in to. A, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Even if, if it, the, if the lower level job still needs to be done, it still needs to be done. And the reality is those lower level jobs, quote unquote, are the most important ones because mm-hmm. that's the front line, mm-hmm. you know? And I tell them that all the time. Are, are, They're the reason know. why I can do what I do. Exactly, yeah. And I appreciate to the fullest. They keep but our I think office running. When you're in those moments mm-hmm. and you're earning your stripes, you, you don't see it. That's a hard reality check too, especially when you're very goal-oriented or career-driven oriented. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Well, and going back to the marriage, Mm -hmm. it's funny because, like I said, I had low expectations. So when it actually happened and it wasn't that bad, it was like, oh, this is great. I don't know what everyone's complaining about. But one thing that I do, I have seen that, and and again, you can vouch for this, the expectations I have for my husband as far as, like, I just expect him to know what I want or to know what I'm thinking or to know, you know? Yeah. Kind of, I guess, because you mentioned those people who at work who they kind of get disgruntled over the years because it's like, I've been here long enough. Mm-hmm. I deserve da 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 And that kind of happens in a marriage sometimes. It's yeah. like, you know what? We've been married long enough or we've been together so I long. Deserve. I deserve. You should know. Why don't you? You already know what I like. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. So you kind of get, yeah. And you kind of get that, just those expectations. Even if I didn't have them in the beginning, it's like I, I did get to the point where it's like I have them. And I even still do sometimes. I have them now. Yeah. But at least now I can kind of take a step back and think, okay, let's let's be real here. 
why should he know? Why? I mean, what? I don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> no, I, I, I see exactly what you're saying. I mean, it's, it's your ego that gets there, mm-hmm. and it's like, I deserve this. I feel like that's probably the one of the most detrimental thoughts you can have. I agree. You know Big what time. I mean? Mm-hmm. I deserve this. Yep. And and I've been there where I'm like, why the hell not? I deserve this. Mm-hmm. I deserve that raise. I deserve to get this. I yeah. deserve that, you know. And it's just like. I deserve this cookie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I deserve these. Nuts. I deserve this glass of wine. <laughs> but in reality, you're only hurting yourself, yep. mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. You get what you get in the time that you get it. There may be a reason why at this moment it doesn't work because there's something better working exactly. out for you in the future. Yeah. But you're just so focused at the immediate mm-hmm. and what you're not getting that you're not looking at what you have. Exactly. Wow, look at you. Mm-hmm. Getting deep. Let me know. What can you do? You well, live, you, you can... learn, you get loves. You get <laughs> For the second... Oh. So... On to our final part of the show. Okay. What advice would you give for those just starting out in these phases in life? Okay. So I actually have. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I know. No, when I when I was getting really... And, of course, I've mentioned the books I've read, like uh, The Power of Now. That's a really mm-hmm. good one by Eckhart Tolle, The Seven Habits. I know I bring it up all the time. Yeah. I think one of the people who really opened me up to... I don't even want to call it mindfulness. I guess thought introspection i don't know tony mm-hmm. robbins yeah. i love tony robbins but i, I know some... <laughs> what <laughs> you've never seen Charlotte how yeah i have i like i like that movie you like, never that? That? Uh-huh. and then he goes like he goes to put his hands on him he goes what happened in his oh my god that's hilarious i gotta watch rewatch that movie well and that's actually where i got introduced to him i've never heard of him really never and then that's when it started me looking it up and mm-hmm. like his work and stuff um he has a bunch of amazing quotes, of course, mm-hmm. but the one that really got me, actually, there's a couple talking about expectations. That's why okay. one is trade your expectations for appreciation and Aww. the world changes instantly. But again, I feel like you have to be ready. You have to be open to That's it. It's a hard mindset to change. It can be. But I was like, I really thought about it. I was Because like, at first I was like, what does that even mean? You know, but yeah. it's like, okay, well, trade your expectations. And, the, you know, you, you think about it. Mm-hmm. The more, this one, this one really, the more rules you have about people. Oh, no. The more rules you have about how people have to be, mm-hmm. how life has to be for you to be happy, mm-hmm. the less happy you're going to be. Ooh. And again, it's really simple. It's just one of those like, duh. But no, it's true. When you yeah. start creating rules... And ways that you expect people to behave for you, you're just going to end up being disappointed. Yeah. You know, if you're putting expectations on other people to make you happy, well, you're just going to be the most miserable person on earth. Um, And then finally, this is actually not Tony Robbins. This is somebody I'd never heard of. But again, I heard this. To me, this just kind of wraps everything up. Mm -hmm. Happiness equals reality minus expectations. Oh, okay. That, I'm not good at math. Sorry, it took me a minute. <laughs> uh, that was a quote by Tom Magliz- Mag- Maglizoli. I can't even say it. Magliozzi. Apparently, he's an NPR person. Oh. Ne- I ne- I never heard of him, but those things really changed my perspective on life. Yeah. It just kind of made me realize that you know what, I I, I hate and I hate saying this because I, I you hear it all the time, but it's true. Happiness is a choice. Yeah. 
if you're happy. And you know, like, clap your hands. <laughs> but, you know, it's really up to you to just look around and appreciate what you have or, do, or don't. Yeah. But if you don't, you're probably not going to be happy. Even those days when you're feeling horrible, disgusting. Yeah. What do you have to be grateful about? And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. When you're really, really, really low into that, sometimes that can just lead to more guilt. So that yeah. may not be the answer. Yeah. But if, if that's not the case, then, you know, if you could just think of five things, three things, one thing to be happy about or to be grateful for or to be appreciative of. I mean, that makes, uh, to me, that made a lot of difference. That made a huge difference. For you. Yeah. I try to, yeah. Well, I think gratitude, definitely. I, I got a little journal where I write, write three things a day that I'm grateful for. Really? Yeah. I'm okay. deep, man. <laughs> so, you know, it's a balance with expectation, for me at least, because I am a type of person that has a set, I don't want to say, I'm a very goal-driven person. Mm-hmm. I like to have expectations, not necessarily of what I deserve, but what I want. There are times, though, where that can be a negative, but I do feel that at times expectations can also be a positive. It's hard to live a life without expectations. Yeah. Because you put them on yourself and you put them on others, you know, that type of thing. But I think it's, again, a balance of it. However, I think my advice would be to anyone starting out would be be humble. Okay. Not necessarily... You're going to have your own ideas. You're going to have your own thoughts. But understand that just because you have these thoughts and these ideas, that they they may not work. They may work for you. Okay. It may work to be fully, you know, bottle-fed your or breastfeed your child. It may be to where your child isn't, you're not producing enough breast milk. And you have to be able to go on and go to bottles. Mm-hmm. It may be you've got this really great job, but you also have to help sweep up the floors every evening, or mm-hmm. you have to take the trash out at your job, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it may be that you have a really great husband or spouse or partner, but they leave the toilet seat up all the time and you fall into it. I don't know. Socks. What I'm saying, socks. Socks yes. on the floor. Apparently, do not leave your socks. That's why I don't even, I wear sandals at Lex's house because I just, I don't want to bring them in her house. She's going to get all Joan Crawford on no. me with wire hangers. Oh my God. Anyways, but going back to that, humble yourself. Understand you can have your expectations, but don't act, be flexible and know that, hey, you know what? Yeah, I'm sweeping up the floors, but I'm grateful to have a job, Mm -hmm. so the gratitude. But then also be like, you know, I'm providing a service to my others. Doing doing a service, you know, my therapist just told me this the other day. Okay. Examples of service spread. So she gave me the example that she's with this clinic. Okay. And um, everyone was very much their own little islands. I think we can all identify with that. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody was just in their own little bubbles. They're all... All they wanted to do was do what's within their requirements and not reach out. But there was things that needed to get done for everybody's benefit. Okay. Kind of like a community thing. Yeah. So she was like, you know what? I'm going to start doing it. So what she would do is she started saying, hey, what can I do to help? You know, she mm-hmm. just started asking, yeah. what can I do to help? Mm-hmm. And she said, eventually, after doing it for a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. 
then it started catching on yeah. and other people started saying, Hey, let me go. Let, what can I do to help? Mm-hmm. What can I do? You know, and now it's almost like a little game or a competition or, you know, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, wow. Yeah. That's really cool. And so, you know, it's something that I struggle with in my relationship is, you know, I'm, I'm very much a person that can be, well, he's not doing this. I'm not going to do it. Why should I do it? You know? And I think my advice would be, to take her advice and be, I should be more, what can I do to help? And I know you've told me this too. So I think, it, I know, I think it's the, the rule of reciprocity, something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And however, it, I told her, you know, I love the idea, but those, before the moments of it triggering to that other person, mm-hmm. suck the biggest donkey ever because you're sitting there and you're, Build it, you're feeling that resentment build yeah. mm-hmm. while you're still doing this, mm-hmm. waiting for them to like click. Yeah. You know? But eventually they do. So that's where you're humbling yourself, I mean. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you're you're, you're But even if it doesn't that. click. Because that kind of goes back to expectations. I, you know, if you're gonna do it with the expectation that the other person is going to reciprocate your acts of service or your you know you're helping them mm-hmm. then that's kind of just setting you up i think if you're gonna if you're gonna do that you need to do it for yourself mm-hmm. does that make sense or yeah i get that you know yeah and i think too there's some people that are just not going to reciprocate but the majority of people will and you just have to keep focusing on that majority yeah you know yeah, yeah. so i guess you know just be humble and realize that you can have expectations but don't, you know, go with the flow. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. think, shit, it happens. No, 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 no. Not your flow. <laughs> what I'm saying, I'm a planner, but I also, I'm plan A, plan B, plan C, plan D. There's always something in the back end of it. That's funny. So, it doesn't shake my world if the plan doesn't go through, because I know something else will be in in place. Mm-hmm. Well, that makes sense. You know what? Like I said, you can't breastfeed. Okay, well, my kid can be bottle fed and he'll get the same nutrients that he did if he did through the breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. Or, you know what? Yeah, I'm not the one that answers phones, but this week I have to. Yeah, that's fine. I can get it done because I know how to do it. And uh, the person who will be will be back in a week to do it. Yeah. Or, you know, I'm this isn't in my job requirement, but I'm helping somebody out. So, yeah, that's cool. I'll do it. Yeah, that's it. So... I guess that's it, guys. If you guys have any advice you'd like to share, make sure to find us on our Facebook page at Mom's Wine Out Podcast. Join our little community. You can, you know, we got a post in there about this week's episode topic. You're more than welcome to add to and let us know your advice for those starting out or how your reality checks happened or what your rose-colored glasses had you seen. Um, love to hear about it. Mm. Love to share it. And, you know, like to uh, get to know you guys a little better. Yeah, that'd be great. Please reach out to us. Wine with us. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, that's about it for this week's episode, eh? I guess so. Alright, yeah. Cheers. Let's cheers. Uh, okay. Motherhood and all this that. This pisses me off. I'll let you finish your statement, but remind okay. me to get back to this. What? <laughs> they introduce him here. It seems like Gary or Greg, yeah, but in reality, it's, it's Miles. Yeah. Like, we don't know that's Miles. Like, come on, You know, back then, girls. they didn't really have, like, 
syndication and Hulu and stuff. No, but people who watched it from the beginning. But they're not going to remember. Oh, they remember. This is like episode three. We remember. I wouldn't remember back then. Once a month? No. Sorry. I just get so mad about this. 